Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer. Wait, no. Of the UK Sports Network. <laughs> That's right. You have a new job. This is a good, what a great, smooth introduction. That, I'm, yeah. Kyle, I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. And previously, together, Curtis and I were here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the cats. But now, we're here to tell you that Curtis is the but hell wait, out of here. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation. You can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. The way the rhythm of that is, like, every time you all say, if it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, I always expect you to say it's a big deal to us or something like that. But well, you can change it now, no, Kyle, man. I don't know. It's just the way it's written. It just feels like it should be that way. But, yes. Man, I wrote it. I mean, the... the no, you writer. did not. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. He's, uh, he 100%. I hear it on, like, every Locked On, I thought. Am I, am I imagining maybe people, that? Maybe people copied us. Yeah, they probably ripped us off. No, that was a straight up. They probably local us production. Off. Yeah, the, the other, the third voice you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen, is I am in Kyle Tucker, and this is J Kyle Mann. We discovered this about each other the other day. Two middle name Kyles whose parents wasted a first name on us. It's and true. you actually go by Jay Kyle. I, I, I'm just going to call myself in Kyle on this so people can dif- differentiate. <laughs> but Kyle, Kyle Mann is our new, going to be our new co- host. This is it for Curtis. Welcome, Kyle. Yeah, I, th- I think the in, um, I thought it standard for not Kyle Tucker because that's another <laughs> one of your online personas, <laughs> that's right? right? Yeah, I run that and the Johnny Juzang hype train. Right. That guy's uh, gotten a lot of mileage out of that. But yeah. Now you'll have to take that over. We, is this working? Yeah, you're good. You're are good. We, are we okay. good? Yeah, we're fine. Okay. So what do you want to talk about today, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, the mic kind of threw my rhythm off. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really, I'm like a rapper. Well, I have to kind of uh, get into a I lather, guess, and then I'm going to throw down some bars. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll just start it off by interviewing Kyle Mann. Let's do it. Who are you? What do you want to know? Where did you come from? You know what, folks? What you're going to realize about me is that I'm from here. Um... Uh, you're going to realize that quickly in the in the draw of my voice and uh, in my sensibilities. Um, I grew up just outside of Louisville, Louisville, just to prove that I am from here. And uh, around Mount Washington, I'm from like a little congested area called Cox's Creek, which is in between Mount Washington and Bardstown in a little valley. So uh, I'm not even going to pretend like some people in this world that I didn't grow up a Kentucky fan and, and that I'm not currently a Kentucky fan. Not going to point any <clears> fingers Curtis. or name any names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an objective journalist about this. No, I seriously, it, I, I did grow up a fan and I still root for Kentucky. Um, but, uh, I, I do want to let people know that I'm hard on Kentucky. So if anything, Very. my, my you see our text threads. Yeah. One of my things is, um, I'm pretty notoriously hard on Kentucky, so there there is no like uh, babying or uh, or uh, what's the expression? I don't I don't wear soft gloves. That's not an kid expression. gloves. Kid, kid gloves. <laughs> That's what it's, you don't wear soft. Gloves. I didn't know the expression. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I told people that you were going to be really great. You're just a, a great orator. Yeah, and you come out with soft gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I really, but I want to I want to introduce you a little bit that you haven't introduced yourself. Kyle is a is a super smart basketball dude uh who i whose opinion i respect a lot and i uh we 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 have the this is a weird thing for people listening we are just meeting each other today laid eyes upon him for the first time yes we uh followed each other on twitter 
Uh, now let me interrupt. Let me interrupt and tell the correct story okay. here. Okay. Okay. So that I rem- I have a pretty good memory. So I remember back the first time I ever like directly con- communicated with Kyle outside of just like tweeting at him was there was like a job at Courier Journal or something, and I emailed you about it. I re- I remember that. And the, and we were we kind of became I think that was when we were on each other's radar a little differently. So sometime sometime later, I'm doing a podcast called Bogan's Heroes. And uh, wait, what? I had a, I had a, I had a <laughs> podcast called Bogan's Heroes, and uh, I would uh, I was just trying to get guests, uh, you know. And I was way way down on my list, and I was like, let me ask Kyle Tucker uh, <laughs> near the bottom of the list, and Kyle kind of big time straight up big time i don't remember that i did that but i guess i did didn't uh that was that's the word that's the word you always use so kyle didn't didn't come on and uh (laughs) and then but what's really strange is that uh we oddly just became friends yeah not even just like uh uh i I don't it's not even like a work it wasn't a work relationship no. at all. It was like we, we just started like, texting each other. It and was like, just like buddies. We yeah. would like watch game. It became a thing. Which I think a lot of people do this with their friends that they're actual friends with in real life. Which again, we literally just met each other today in person. But we and we'd I'm like watch games thoughts. and we'd yeah. like t- we'd we'd text each other like thoughts on games we were watching. They weren't even necessarily Kentucky games, NBA, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so. That's how we got to know each other, and then I started to really follow Kyle's work. And like I said, he's he's a smart dude. Uh, he has his own YouTube channel and Twitter account, uh, The Dime Drop, uh, where he's done a lot of basketball, uh, some college, but it's all geared towards NBA. The focus is even when you do college stuff, it's geared towards NBA. And you can't do much college stuff because – TV monsters yeah. uh, try to take your stuff down. There's a lot you can say. I don't want to. Uh, I'm always careful about what I say because you know I'm open. To, I'm open <laughs> to working with those people in the future, so I don't want to upset them. You know what? They have their rules and they have their uh, their ways that they make money, and I respect that. And I'm not going to uh, fault them. It's for a it. very politically correct way to say that. <laughs> yeah. But also, Kyle's been doing more recently work with the ringer so you've probably seen some of his stuff if you're an nba fan at all and you go down rabbit holes on youtube uh kyle has some of the most popular nba nba videos out there the series you had last preseason the 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 leap leap we're gonna be doing that again this fall was really cool young guy i'm i'm assuming to to bring this into what we're here talking about i'm assuming darren fox is on your the leap list for this it's funny you should say that because just the other day i texted um Chris Ryan is a really cool guy who connected me to the ringer and um, he edits my videos, the writing for him. And I texted him and just said pretty much word for word, what you just said, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I mean, I'm just going to assume De'Aaron Fox <laughs> is, is on the first list. one up. And he was just like all caps. Yes. So yeah. Uh, yeah. De'Aaron Fox. What, what, what do you all, uh, Steer the ship. What do y'all want to talk about with the Aaron Fox? Well, let's. let's uh, <laughs> Curtis has been real well, to, quiet. To, to explain the leap, it's probably logical to people, but the leap was a, a video series yeah. on guys that were young in the NBA about to take the leap to, to make to become stars potentially. Yeah. So the the idea is um, the idea of the leap is typically guys between years two and three. Sometimes it's earlier than that. Um, you know, it's fun to research players and their leaps and when they happen. Uh, yeah. So the series, the leap, it's just about. 
players between when they're getting ready to make a you know a conceivable all-star leap is sort of the idea and uh my wife works on those with me uh and does the illustrations and things like that so um it's really fun i enjoy them uh, well, it's the funnest job i've ever had let's talk about darren fox right after i share a little bit about buffalo trace distillery which is the world's most award-winning distillery you can see 200 years of bourbon making history and action Smell the mash cooking, touch the charred oak barrels, aging in century-old warehouses. Hear the tales of bourbon legends, and most importantly, taste award-winning spirits at America's oldest continually operating uh, distillery. They have a tour for every taste. They offer six unique complimentary tours seven days a week, year-round. Visit the world's bourbon destination, Buffalo Trace Distillery. To learn more about the distillery's history and spirits, visit buffalotracedistillery.com. And if you mention that you heard about Buffalo Trace Distillery on the Locked On Kentucky podcast, you get 10% off merchandise at the gift shop. So visit buffalotracedistillery.com today. Curtis, I am really going to miss listening to you say distillery and twillery twillery <laughs> what if twillery <laughs> had a distillery would you short circuit and like smoke would start coming out distillery twiller twillery's distillery and continue to mock you're in charge of the <laughs> <laughs> hey but speaking of we've given two two that's two of our sponsors uh we are have we even mentioned that we're here on on site here at grassroots we got Pharmacy. distracted by kyle this Manzi. is my kind of place honestly it's this a, is the kind of place i would come it's a dope place and i don't mean it it's not a dope place but you would I think grass, say pardon if, the, ever, uh, if, marijuana, if marijuana is ever legalized grassroots pharmacy has a perfect oh name for that Lord. they do that's a good lead-in for the future yeah like you well know. i've actually like i actually told them that they, they sell cbd here and i'm like you guys are perfectly positioned if you if marijuana ever becomes legal uh in the state of kentucky with a a name like grassroots but yes you can uh here at grassroots you can get cbd oil you can get uh there are several kinds, uh, but Wild Health CBD, if you come in and uh, tell them the promo code KYLE10, you can get 10% off. That, that Which has double meaning now. E- yeah, easy to remember now. We have two Kyles. Double trouble. Um, but uh, they I've heard, have smoothies here. I was going to say, I've heard bar. a lot about the smoothies. Yeah, we're going to go in and crush some uh, smoothies after this. Would uh, they have a, would they have a smoothie with like a, a good protein yes. you know, balance in there? Because oh, yeah. I'm trying to you know, get stronger. Get swole. I'm trying to get swole. Yeah, yeah, you can't be on this podcast unless you're insanely strong. Curtis and I. People obviously. can't see this, but we all three of us have our shirts off and we're like Terry <laughs> Crews, right. Right. you know, mm-hmm. flexing our pecs. Yeah. Curtis Curtis is oiling up right now. Exactly right. Grassroots Pharmacy is located at <laughs> 2304 Sir Barton Way in the Hamburg Pavilion. Uh, they're located at the four-way stop next to the Best Buy on the parking lot side where the Regal Cinema is. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can visit their website, grassrootspharmacy.com, or give them a call, 859-263-1382. That's grassrootspharmacy.com. I didn't realize we were still in the read. That was Curtis was so annoyed. <laughs> no, I'm, Guys, I'm I got to get to the facts here. I just, hey, you got to let people know where the locations of the businesses are and how to get more information. We are on site we're outside right now by the way and if you're listening to this and you're in the state of kentucky today i think you realize that this saturday we're having is perfect 
I can almost hear like the Kentucky marching band, like the quads. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the and I can kind of, you know, it's just one of those days where a running back should be running yes. the whole day. And it's a so- it is the soft launch of uh, college football. We have Miami, Florida. Week zero tonight. is is lame though. Yeah, it is. It's lame. I, I don't get. Do you even know that that's what they call? Yeah, that's what they call this. Is it? Is that the only game today? Um, no, there's one at the. I don't overnight. mind it. What else are you gonna call it? I don't just know. call it week one, and like it doesn't matter. Like what? Yeah, is right. So you're saying this is sort of like a play-in game semantics annoying thing? As if, yeah, yeah, I don't really. It, like, it doesn't week zero keep me, kind of weird. It it's doesn't the first keep week me of the awake. season if yeah. multiple teams are playing. Yeah. Today. So there's yeah because there's but a, it feels, a West Coast game. Feels like football. Kentucky's not playing. We're a week away from kickoff. Kyle and I will. The other Kyle, Jay Kyle, and I will be talking football on this podcast as we have. We'll have Curtis on some during the season now that he's the minister of propaganda for UK football. I'd we'll like that on, on. business We won't card. trust anything that he says. <laughs> the minister but we'll, of propaganda. But, but, we'll, but we will allow him to come on and say, you know, everything's great. If he behaves, we will. We will allow yeah. him to come on. And uh, I was just thinking about, and I want to let people know, too, that uh, I did grow up a big Kentucky football fan. So, you know, I'm not... Maybe as X and O sharp, find, but <laughs> I always find it interesting. Like, and this happens more with athletes than like um, commentators, which is makes it even more weird. But you get known for something, a la you know, you do basketball work, and then when you say something about football, people are like, "You idiot!" Stick to, like, and stick it's like, to basketball. But the, what's worse is when someone like that formerly was a football player or something that then yeah, comments not on allowed the, to talk about well, the NBA. You cannot speak on a, a sport you didn't play. Well, did you play any sports? No, and that makes me more qualified yes. somehow <laughs> right. also the people that tell me to, to stick to sports and then i go to their channel and it's just it's commentary on everything you can imagine politics religion you belong sports. to them yeah. like though you yeah, belong right. to them you are right. a character in I their here, world yes i'm here to tweet only what you are interested in if you follow me i i therefore am indentured to you an undynamic figure in their world i was thinking about like chris carter for like uh for espn because he had some of the best scoop this nba free agency yeah exactly and And he was actually uh, right on some of it (laughs) yeah he was like actually the the most measured and correct um but but yeah football guy like that it's like anybody could know but and if you're a famous athlete you probably are friends with a lot of famous athletes and like you run in the same circles or have the same agents and uh, so yeah, I don't discount anybody's opinion on did you play the game. I was thinking back about growing up a Kentucky football fan. Can I tell a really quick anecdote? Is that okay? It's your show, bud. You care? <laughs> tell an anecdote. Okay, yes. so when I was a kid, my dad and I would go to Kentucky football games because they were tickets were really cheap back in the day. So I think it was like 1994. Tennessee and Kentucky were playing at at the time Commonwealth Stadium, and Tennessee was beating us like 52 to nothing or something like that so the whole stadium is filing out and in front of us there's this guy this smaller guy in like an orange puffy vest and we hear him start to shout and you realize oh he's got like a like a new england like a massachusetts accent and uh my dad was like that's rick patino he was sitting like right in front of us and uh we started just listening to what he was saying and he was yelling at all the fans that were leaving telling them to sit back down and a bunch of the fans like i I remember specifically there was a fan who was like coach i gotta drive to western kentucky he was like i don't care sit down (laughs) really guy sat down yeah i never forgot that i don't know i mean can you imagine cal just like in the stands demanding that people get back in their seats i would think 
I would think I, I think most fans would do exactly what that guy did. Sit back down. <laughs> Rick, Rick Pitino tells you to stop being a crap fan and sit your butt down. He wasn't even kidding. It was like there was like an air of joking, but then, you know, you could tell it was like, oh. I have no problem. If I were going to predict a coach from Kentucky's history, that w- a basketball coach that would sit in the stands and sanctimoniously order <laughs> order people to sit back down, it would definitely be He wasn't super famous yet, though, either. You know, like he hadn't totally crossed into like big name in the in the coach like it was he was what year was it 94 93 so they'd already but they'd already had the the well, they'd had blue chips and, too i guess so, yeah but uh not blue chips the sequel anyway i didn't mean to derail us there but uh yeah speaking of blue chips well so he's just throwing out that out there <laughs> i didn't as, mean as to do that bait. but one of kyle's that. cool videos he's got up on his own channel the dime drop channel is a a really cool run through uh, the realistic viability of <laughs> close. That was close. <laughs> of uh, blue chips, right? It's just basically like how how legit is this movie in terms of of the basketball? Well, I created something called the cinematic basketball quality rating, the CBQR, and uh, <laughs> I it's a ten point scale, three parts: believability of basketball, uh, cinematic quality, and cultural impact. And uh, I rate. I'm going to be. It's an off-season project, but I did blue chips. Uh, that was fascinating. That. What do you think? Maybe you don't want to give this away, but what do you think? Which movie that's on your list for future projects, and maybe it was this one, would be number one in cultural? When you say cultural impact, I think that's an interesting category. What, what's your number one hoop hoop movie that had the biggest cultural impact? Well, I, the more time that I spent thinking about it, I realized that there are like two types of basketball movies where it's like blue chips among basketball fans had a big impact like people that were into basketball liked it but i think when you start measuring total cultural impact it's like did it reach non-basketball fans and i think there are some movies that did a better job of that like space jam like everybody watched. that's space probably jam. the one right? uh, i mean that's one of them hoosiers he got game uh white men can't jump i think all those movies had bigger cultural impacts than blue chips but Blue Chips had a big causal impact, which is something I talk about in the video, too, because it literally changed the NBA because Shaq and Penny met on that movie, uh, which caused this huge ripple effect. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. You want to talk about Deer and Fox? Oh, yeah. We were going to do that. Yeah. We get lost on winding roads sometimes on Mm -hmm. this podcast. But I I did need it. Are you going to do The Sixth Man in your... I remember that movie stinking. You know, there's this weird thing when you're a kid. Is it Patino in that one, too? I think he might be. Travis Ford's in it. Yeah. I know. Um, there's like this, Mike. There's this weird thing when you're a kid where when you watch a movie, a lot of times when you, you're very forgiving when you're a kid and you watch a movie and then you go back and watch it later when you're an adult and you're like, that was trash. But I remember as a kid thinking The Sixth Man sucked. Holy cow. <laughs> that's, I'm a, that's, a, that's a good I'm looking at good like idea basketball movies because I Googled The Sixth Man to see and then I'm distracted because I didn't know this existed. Did you know this existed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew about Slam Dunk. Kareem's in that, right? Slam Dunk Ernest? Nope, <laughs> never heard of it. I might need to put that one on the list. <laughs> oh you did, are gosh. you doing Airbud? I have Airbud. Airbud is in the hopper. <laughs> so We're going to do a comp cloud uh, for Airbud. That's so good. <laughs> that's the plan. Lassie. <laughs> What's the dog from Homeward Bound? Yeah, the golden, good boys. Golden What's retriever. the Turner and Hooch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a little Turner and Hooch on him. All right, let's take a quick break and then actually talk about Deer and Fox. You are locked on Kentucky. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So De'Aaron Fox made a smart decision, eh? Skipping this USA basketball thing. Did he? I don't Did know. Did he? The, I, well, I think you made the you pointed out that like uh, who you pointing at? Uh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. Well, you you made the point that they traveled that he had a lot of travel ahead of him, right? Yeah, I think he's going to in, the Kings are going to India this all the, for one of their exhibition games. So that's a, uh, I mean that'll that'll drain you, but it would seem like if that was really his thought process, he would have, you know, eliminated himself earlier, unless he just wanted to kind of get in the the headline. I, I'm completely of the belief that he realized that this was going to be a terrible Team USA. And didn't want to be associated. Didn't want to risk becoming one of the faces of the failed uh, Team USA world stage experiments. So, and then they went and lost to Australia. So, I think I'm good with it. Yeah, it's like, is that really a thing, though? I mean, it, it might be possible that he's thinking that, but it's like, over the years, I mean, we've had good players be on the wrong end of international basketball incidents. You know, like. Yeah. In 04, you know, LeBron was on that team. Um, didn't really seem to bother him. And the travel thing I kind of accept, but I also am just like, I think that the, the Team USA experience is important. Like, I think that it's important for a player's brand. Um, because if you think about, like, Dream Team Jordan, that's like a part of his mystique yeah. and his lore. But this ain't the Dream Team. See, my thing is... Well, it's not because it, everybody dropped. But my thing is, if you're De'Aaron and you become a star, a bona fide, like, superstar, who's even got a chance of your brand mattering on a global scale, you'll be invited back, even after dropping out this time. And if you... I think he is brand conscious. I, I think he's, like, image conscious. And I think if in his mind, which I think in everybody's mind, like he's on the cusp of this huge breakout year. He's going to take why, a leap. Why uh, do anything to, one, maybe wear your body down, two, risk injury, three, risk humiliation slash dinging your confidence. Like, just go work on the team that's paying you the millions of dollars to be the face of their franchise to try to get them. Because the, the best thing De'Aaron Fox can do is be the star of a team that gets Sacramento back in the playoffs for the first time in, what, 15 years? Or how long has it been since they've been in the playoffs? Oh, a gosh. decade at I least, used, right? I used to know this. Uh, it's It's been a while. I think the, the Kings have been in like – Oh gosh, it's like eight of the last nine lotteries or something like that. It's it's a lot, um, but I mean, the West is a tough place. I, I'm not totally convinced that you know the Kings could could by all accounts have a better year this year and still not make the playoffs because right. the threshold is is just really brutal. Uh, but they're gonna have they have a lot of young guys. They're gonna get better. Like Buddy Heel's gonna get. I would assume is gonna be better, even though he's probably already like 28 years old. Uh, Marvin Bagley, <laughs> uh, who I'm high on, you know, I think he's gonna take another step up. But uh, well, they have isn't their problem though that they have all four men, like they guys. That they move some of them. <laughs> Tell me this. Do you agree? Do you agree with me that who knows what he'll become? But if in terms of like maximizing the chance that Willie Cauley Stein becomes a, a significantly better NBA player, the best shot of that is where he is now at Golden in Golden State. I don't know if context is going to really dictate what Willie Cauley Stein does or becomes because it's kind of become. It's been I, we've talked about this. It's been jarring to me how little of an impact he has had as a rim protector in the NBA. I think um, National Defensive Player of the Year at Kentucky. That's yeah. crazy. Well, you know, it's like Willie is more of a um, 
fill in the ga- because he he does have like great elasticity in his body for a seven footer. You see a lot of seven footers that can't really bend over at the waist very well and willie's never been like that like he can get down low and move but willie's just not a great rim protector he's i think he was somewhere in the 50s last year for centers in terms of like block rate and like blocks per game but you know he's the type of guy that can switch on the perimeter and uh he's really versatile which we've seen everybody parrots that jerry and grant play over and over again but you know that is pretty representative of what he's like uh I think on Golden State, I think they kept they they bring back Kevon Looney. I'm yes. pretty positive. Yeah. You could neither one of those guys really can stretch much, so I don't know how much you're going to play him together. But uh, I mean, he'll definitely be in the public eye more. Um, the Warriors are a great culture, and Willie is a kind of a guy who's malleable to a good culture. Like I think that he'll buy right in. Like he's a smart kid, good kid. Uh, I keep calling him a kid, but he's just a, probably not. Right, anyway. 26 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I call everybody a kid. But it's possible. It's yeah. possible. I don't know that it's going to change his identity as a player a whole lot, but uh, the Warriors are just so well run that they could put him in a position to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. What well, we, so we still haven't talked about De'Aaron in terms of what you actually think of him as a player. So to sort of preview this video that you'll have out there, I mean, like just your like initial off the top of your head thoughts on – what De'Aaron Fox is, what he might be, and then also rewind into the Kentucky piece of it. Um, did you think at the what I thought by the end of his year at Kentucky, when he realized this is not Isaiah Briscoe's locker room, it's mine, it's my team, which is a real thing that happened that season. You can mark it down where he finally got confident enough to lead that team, and they took flight. I thought he was like arguably the best player in the country. And I would say almost inarguably the best point guard in the country by the end of the year. I'll just let you run with that idea. Well, I mean, you could just read the tea leaves and figure that out. I mean, I think in our conversations, I sort of said to you, I was like, you could – because I, I didn't know what was going on next to the team. So it was like you could just observe how the team played up until, I guess, that that change really happened around February, yeah. I think, is when they really started to take off. And you could just tell that there was some kind of a power struggle going on, similar to what was going on with Quad A and Ashton this past year, similar with what was going on with Quad, quad A and uh, Shea the year before. It's just like, you know, whenever you – it's that adage, whenever you have two quarterbacks, you end up with a, a net zero, you know. So uh, – and for – for De'Aaron, you know, I think he has that QB1 sort of mindset and temperament. Like, he's a great guy. Uh, the King Sacramento loves him. Uh, he's a good leader, like a positive cultural kind of influence on their team. But for him, it's sort of a, a question. When he was coming out, I was pretty dubious of – I was a little higher on Lonzo even after – The even undressing. After everything happened. Uh, but – you know, Lonzo just struck me as a more talented playmaker. He was bigger, more more of a switchable defensive piece. I think that Fox, I'm, I still have some skepticism, some healthy skepticism between him, Donovan Mitchell, and D'Angelo Russell. I'm sort of not totally over the hump on any of the three, any of those three, in terms of like being the best player at the on a team that's at the highest level. Like I still think that Fox would need to have certain types of pieces around him to really totally succeed uh, because you know he's still not a really consistent knockdown three-point shooter he's gotten a lot better uh, in the middle of the floor he's really improved 
Um, I think across the board, he's improved as a playmaker. Uh, I'm really excited to dig into the tape and sort of uh, mark down for sure my my exact thoughts on it. But just from studying him, you know, at the, at a glance, uh, he's gotten a lot better. But yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. I still think the jury's out. I'm not totally sold. Uh, one of the things I'm most excited about having you on this podcast is as you go through some of these videos and if uh, as a as you have occasion that they are Kentucky guys and they won't all be uh, it's to like give you an opportunity to talk about those because for people that are listening these they're they're really cool you spend many many hours we sometimes are texting when you're going through the process and it is an insane deep dive into these these guys in their game so it'll be fun to just have some conversations. I'm we actually have to stop texting each other and just talk when we that's true. get ready to record because we'll have we'll empty all our good thoughts out. I'm actually doing a video on OKC next, um, a preview for them, so I'll get to watch some tape of Shea, which I'm excited to do. I actually, this might be a little bit of a hot take. I think I actually might be higher on Shea than I am on Fox. Wow. Ooh, wow. Wow, folks. You that's, heard it here first. I think that's where we got to end this because we're at 30 minutes and that's how long these are supposed to be sorry guys no it's uh, i love fox i just want to say that they're all they're both my sons i would say a couple things of folks one curtis we over what 200 what do we say over 250 episodes between this is 260 between sec country oh just on this one just on this one and then sec country how many we do 100 before more we got, than that. We, got, we almost got a year. We almost got nine months. So. Basically, two years of of podcasting with Curtis. He's the best. I'm so so excited for Curtis. Uh, it's a great job opportunity. We're gonna miss him on the on the daily, but we're gonna have him uh, on plenty during the football season. And we're super excited to add Jay Kyle Man. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We talked no football really on this podcast except for the story uh, <laughs> about Rick Patino. Of course, it involved Sorry, basketball guys. coach. This is what you can expect from Jay Kyle, man. Um, no, but it's it it's game week. If you're listening to this, it's game week. Uh, Kentucky will open the football season, and we will talk about that. We'll we'll go through some uh, some thoughts on week one, some thoughts on the season in general. Um, and yeah, so, and so don't get upset as you're listening to this one. We, we'll cover it this <laughs> week. I promise. Yeah, I'm sure this state is upset. Someone talked about basketball. Yeah. <laughs> How well, horrifying. In the podcast before this, Kyle did make some – Kyle Tucker made some predictions, and uh, we had some interviews with some football players. So you can go back and, and check that out if you hadn't at this point. I guess I'll just say thanks to thanks to Kyle Tucker, thanks to the Locked On, David Locked On, and the whole team with the Locked On uh, Podcast Network for this opportunity. It was fun. I was Jones, and, um, you know, the, the SEC country thing kind of got my – whistle wet to find my voice a little bit on <laughs> every day um so i uh, was jones for something to do and then this opportunity came along and i really enjoyed enjoyed the ride uh some of the i did enjoy some of the nights where it was like 2 a.m and <laughs> we're trying i'm trying to get a podcast up and the hotel wi-fi is trash and i <laughs> specifically in um oh crap where were we kansas city Yes. That Wi-Fi was the worst, and I was up to oh, like 5 in the morning, and I was about ready to throw things out the window. But we got it up, and, and that, that's been the challenge and part of the fun, and I really appreciate everybody who listened along. Uh, thanks to everybody who you know sponsored uh, the show, specifically where we are. Now Grassroots Pharmacy has been with us for a long time. And you know thanks again uh, to everybody who listened. Uh, stay tuned. To, to you know I'll still be on social media, and you can see some of my work, so I'll still be around the program and around these knuckleheads as well. Uh, so... It's not really like I'm vanishing. Like I'm not, not goodbye. <laughs> it's just see you later, Curtis. <laughs>
We're literally putting him on a raft and sending him down the river. Lighting him on fire. And I'm going to fire a flaming arrow at him. Uh, And you'll miss. What scene is that? What movie is that from where the one guy keeps Game of Thrones. It's from Game of Thrones. Is that where they miss, though? It's when Edmure Tully keeps trying to shoot the arrow. And Blackfish has to do it. Good stuff. No, you really improved a lot. I don't want to drag this on, but I I told you that one time. Like, you, you, like, really, your chops, you got good. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, well, just I wanted to tell that. you that. I appreciate that. That I sucked early. That's all. And now <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks for bringing that up. No, it's there's a rhythm that you just learn, and oh, I, everybody yeah. needs it. I very few people, I think, burst out of the gate. And no, just you like, gotta you gotta get the reps in. That's uh, so everybody give Kyle a break when he sucks for months yeah, on end. I look forward to started. look forward to listening to your guys's uh, podcast, but mostly just the ad reads. Everybody made fun of me for those, and now they're on you. So, all right, right. guys. Thanks to uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery and Grassroots Pharmacy for sponsoring this edition of the show. Please follow along on social media. I'm at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. I'm gonna. Do you want to? Do you want to finish the outro here, guys? Because I'm just. I'm gonna sign off. I'm done. That's it, Curtis. Goodbye. I'm at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. He is at J Kyle Man. We're at Locked On UK. And that's it. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry. I won't finish. You get the idea. And your mic went out again. Is it not coming through there? No, your mic's out. Yes? Yeah, you're good. Should we switch this cord out? You can. We can. Should we just do it now? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I blame you. I told you I wanted a backup. This is why. <laughs> I don't trust my I don't trust all this equipment. <laughs> is it this one? Yeah. No. How's that? Beautiful. There we go. Oh, an actual cord that works. An audio person. <laughs> came unprepared what a shock curtis birch i prepared curtis by telling Besmirch. you to bring that cord that was my preparation visit the world visit the world's buffalo the visit the world's man i'm ahead visit the world's buff i keep saying <laughs> <laughs> visit a buffalo pet it <laughs> stroke it urban legend, like urban legend. is that on purpose i don't know 